Why, hello there. Welcome to another edition of the Library Scoop, the official podcast of the Niles Main District Library. I'm Jabez. I'm here with another special guest. He is the voice of the library in some capacity, but also the board president of the library as well. His name is Tim. So, Tim, welcome to the podcast. Well, Jabez, thank you very much. How are you tonight? Pretty good. How about yourself? Yeah, doing great. For anybody who's listening that doesn't know what type of a night this is, we're we're having uh, possibly the greatest snowfall that we've had this season so far, and uh, the parking lot is packed. Well, anytime the parking lot is packed is uh-huh. a good day here. Yes, absolutely. So, well, fantastic. Thank you for uh, making time for us on your on a definitely busy schedule for you, Tom. Yeah, you're very welcome. All right. So the last time I saw you, you were the um, actual treasurer, believe it yes. or not, and then now all of a sudden you engage yourself in this new role of now the board president. Uh, of the library. So what sparked you to in this role and just how is the experience thus far? Sure. So uh, I've been on the board now for about five and a half years and I was the treasurer for four of those years, the first four years. <clears throat> so uh, generally how this works is once you become a more senior member of the board, uh, when the uh, time to choose uh, are the president or the vice president, any, any of the roles comes around, uh, very often the senior member, um, senior members will, will decide to step up. Mm-hmm. So it just seemed like a logical fit. Uh, Karen Diamond was the president before me and before her was Linda, um, Linda Ryan. And uh, it just seemed like a natural fit that I would take over. Nice. And as the president at this point, uh, what I'm trying to do is make our board uh, more collaborative mm-hmm. and um, less combative. We've had a rather mm, tense board these past five years or so uh, due to some extreme differences of opinions on how uh, libraries should be funded. Yeah. Which is fine. I, 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 I uh, welcome the differences of opinion. I just want us to do it more in a, uh, a more congenial manner. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been striving to do. And how I've been doing that on the board is by enforcing procedures. I felt that if we had less of an open type of um, arena and more of a structured system of discussing uh, and voting on items, then it would uh, lessen the amount of back and forth uh, heated discussions that we've had in the past. And that has been working. Yeah, So fantastic. Uh, so far it's been working. No, I commend any sorts of leadership. It doesn't matter if it's a director of an organization or just like a leadership in the cabinet or any sorts of leadership. It's always hard to make sure everyone's on the same page and have like the same agenda as always. Yep. You can always appreciate differences, but as long as you have your mission all in the one common goal, that's all, pretty much all important. Yep. And, I, and I've also uh, created a document, a board procedures document, mm-hmm. which we've never had a document that that laid out what our actual procedures are. It oh, was wow. yeah, it was basically um, historically what had happened in the past. That's what we're going to do now. But no one could ever look to a particular uh, anything to say. This is what this is what our agreed upon procedures are. Mm-hmm. So I created that, and we. Um, went through it, made modifications, and adopted it uh, a couple of months ago. 
And again, that's been a stabilizing influence, I hope. Well, that's fantastic, and we're super grateful for all the contributions this year and hopefully for the rest Thank of the you. year. Thank you. Um, I hope this is not in a bashing way. This is actually in a good way. No. Um, I, I feel like everyone in the board has at least attended a lot of programming and a lot of events in the library, and you are just a humongous advocate for just making sure you're involved in the library as much as you can. So my next question to you is, like, what's, like, your aspirations for the library as a whole? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I haven't given a lot of thought to a future. I'm not a very good futurist. Okay. I'm more of a presentist. That's fine. <laughs> and and I and I I believe the library currently is functioning extremely well. We it is a wonderful uh, heart of our community. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there are cultural centers of any community, and I believe the library is one of the strongest ones in our community. And I'm uh, my hope is that it continues to be uh, that way. Uh, and I, I, I know we're um, striving to uh, reach out for um, more people in the um, underserved areas of, of the district, uh, principally um, up, up north, uh, the north of Golf Mill area, and that's uh, I hope that we can accomplish that. Oh, definitely we will. Um, you're absolutely right. It's like we pride ourselves on being the bringing the best service and the best um, programming and features that not only to support the community but just everyone around us. Sure. And that's like one thing that, as a staff member, I'm super proud to be a sure. part of. We 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 find that um, less than half of our residents have a library card. Yeah. Which is very surprising because mm-hmm. people. You're all paying for it. Yeah, might as well use it. Yeah, and every day you just see a new patron say, like, you offer this and offer that. Right. It's like, why haven't I taken advantage of this? Yep. And it's just like, yep. we've which, been which here for a while. Well, surprising. Yeah. What's, what's surprising about that is that everything's on the website, the library website. It's, mm-hmm. it's supremely easy to pull up the calendar and just flip through and see what's going on. You can filter it by children or adults or teens or whatever the filter you want. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very easy to see the uh, programs that are coming up. And I'm, I'm just surprised that more people aren't doing that. Well, yeah, and we have uh, stepped up our marketing game and mm-hmm. website, and we're yep. marketing ourselves in different avenues. Yeah. So that's a good start. Yeah, shout out to Sasha and his team. Absolutely. Yeah, they're doing Big a great job. Yeah. Fantastic job. Yep. yep. But... Uh, everything is built slowly, and everything is like instantly and quick. So, yeah. as pyramids built brick by brick. Absolutely, and it takes a good team to do it. Yep. So we're here for the long haul, and uh, we're yep. not going anywhere. Yep. So I'm really happy about that. Yep. So that's good. So when it comes to being the president, it's a lot of ideas in place and a lot of um, suggestions for all sorts of things. But there has to be moments where it's like. There's some good moments in it. Do you have like any grateful joy or favorite part of the role? Um, my favorite part of the role. Well, I do. I, I like the structure. I'm a big structure guy, as I said, mm-hmm. and I'm a big procedures guy. And I like that we have streamlined our agenda. I really like that we've streamlined our uh, minutes. Used to be our minutes were a conglomeration of things that had. Uh, taken place and um, and and dialogue, and it was just too difficult for us to manage it. Now we've gotten it down to 
really much uh, really uh, what is what happened what was the vote period that's mm-hmm. that's you know that's all we really need because we are videotaping our board meetings and for the listening public uh, all the board meetings have been videotaped and they are available through the website so anybody can go back and see what was exactly said that verbal uh, discourse doesn't need to be in the minutes just took up space and time so we've recently done that which has been a great thing uh, I did add a, a section on the board meeting for a, just a, 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 a trustee reports area that wasn't just for the treasurer's report, wasn't just for the uh, principal, not principal, president, but it was for each trustee to uh, have an opportunity to talk about what they did at the library in the past month. As you say, uh, as, a, as a trustee, really um, each each person should be taking advantage of whatever the library has to offer. Um, obviously, we have our all separate interests, but we do have an opportunity to be celebratory mm-hmm. uh, for the library, and that's uh, something that I'm 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 just I'm just want to push uh, so strongly, uh, and 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 it, it has made a difference. I hope. Yeah. So I got two major things out of the, your answer. It's just like you wanted to inc- continue to improve like the access and the ability to make sure that not only you're getting your the information the patrons is continuing being out there but it's like simple yes and efficient enough where patrons can earn your trust in leading the direction of the library in some capacity and also another thing i really gather from that is just like as a trustee you're also a part of like staff and administration as like the voice of the library yes. it's just like yes. you can't just attend meetings and just make crucial decisions and all of a sudden not know one uh, percent yep. of what, mm-hmm. what's going on at the library yeah mm-hmm. it's a hands-on type of role and yeah and as a representative and a representative right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. one reason why we're doing this podcast that's that's uh one facet uh i have uh in the past during uh programs um i have introduced myself and um and said a few words to to uh, the attendees of a program. Uh, I've gone to a number of the uh, Shakespeare, uh, yeah, uh, um, readings, and a couple of times I've gone uh, addressed the, the crowd or the uh, audience at those. So just getting the word out, absolutely, that's as much best, as possible, and that's the best way to do it. Yep. Now I know you mentioned this in a few a uh, few statements about uh, board meetings, but mm-hmm. I I feel like. Um, my time here at the library is patrons always wants to get their voices opinion just mm-hmm. to make sure administration and the leadership knows that the patrons are praising all the, the hard work the library has done. How could they use the board meetings to share their cons- their praising and concerns? Well, each board meeting does have a public, um, uh, an open public uh, statement uh, period. It's usually at the beginning of the board meeting so that we don't um, make anybody stay any longer than they have to, and everybody is allowed. I think three minutes. Um, the rules are very uh, straightforward. You know, no abuse or anything like that. But we allow uh, members of the public to address the board on any topic they wish. It doesn't even have to be any on the agenda for that day. Uh, so there is that. They have the ability to email all of us. Mm-hmm. Our email addresses are available on the website. If you just search on board uh, members, you'll see our email addresses. And those would be the two uh, direct ways to address any of the trustees. 
and we're always you can always uh, talk to uh, Susan Lemke, the executive director, and uh, with any issues that anybody might have directly for the board, she would forward those to us as well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so those are the three ways you can yeah, email, talk directly, or contact through the library. Fantastic. And usually board meetings are every Wednesday of every month, right? Yes, they're the third Wednesday of third. every month, starting at 7 o'clock in the board room, which is on the third floor of the library near the um, executive director's office and the, the gallery, by the gallery up there. Fantastic. Sure. Um, what do you think patrons will potentially get out of some of the board meetings? Well, the interesting thing... First of all, uh, the trustees' main responsibility, there are, there are several responsibilities. One of the main ones is the allocation of funds for the library and the, the, the um, oh, reviewing them and approving them, approving expenditures and setting the budget. So uh, right now we do have a number of residents who are very, very strongly interested in reducing costs overall for the library. But balancing that, we have uh, quite a few residents who are very interested in increasing uh, programming and uh, materials at the library. So clearly you can't uh, decrease cost and increase uh, uh, programming and increased uh, hours. We had one person who just wrote that they wanted a library to be open 24-7. Well, obviously that would be a, a major increase in costs. So what we have always is that balance between opinions of residents. And, you know, everybody has to realize that not one resident's opinion is any more important than any other resident. Right. So we as a board listen to each of those opinions and then we clearly have to make our own uh, decisions based on how we believe the direction of the library should go uh, as to the benefit of the entire community. Um, and it's, it's an interesting process. And again, there are seven people on the board, so it is uh, um, uh, multiple opinions that we do have to come to a consensus. Right. So the more important thing is just like the patrons can trust you with like I hope they can trust me. Well, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope that they can trust that that every board member has the um, best interest. The best interest. Thank you of of the community at heart, because it's 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 you balance the the best interest of of the library, its staff, and the community. So there's a, a marriage between those three. Um, um, you know, pillars of, of the entire process. So it's not just about the board, it's about what's best for the community. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Let's switch the topic just a sure. little bit. Um, can't have a, a library podcast without mentioning some kind of like books or television show that you watch in your spare time. Sure. So what was like the last book? I mean, well, let's start with uh, TV first. Uh, TV show that you binge watch. Binge watch. We just finished binge, wa binge watching The Crown. Okay. Netflix. Okay. And now we're watching, I think it's, uh, is it PBS? I'm not sure what station is doing it, but they're doing a series on the Windsors. Okay. So we're comparing the fictionalization of the Windsors through the crown hmm. with this biographical presentation of what really happened. It's it's really nice uh, contrast, and it's, it's very interesting. Any similarities? Between? Just the two the, shows, by any chance? Or just uh, 
Well, I have to say the Crown did a great job of casting for the look of the uh, the actual um, royalty. They, oh. those, those actors really looked the part. I have to say, <laughs> I have to say. So it was very nice. All right, nice. Uh, what was the like the last book you uh, read? I'm or currently reading? reading a book on a theatrical uh, summer camp. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering the name, but it was a camp that was uh, created in uh, New York. And I had no idea that these camps even existed. But it, it uh, oh, Natalie Portman went there, Rodney, um, not Rodney Dangerfield, um, who played Iron Man? Um, oh, uh, um, 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 oh, gosh. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. went yes. there. Uh, there's just an, any number of, of, of stars that have come out of this program. And, very intense experience that these young people gone had gone through. So it's a very interesting uh, depiction of that time. It all it started in the '90s and it's and it's going through the present time. So I hope my Marvel card is not taken away because I can't remember Tony Stark. <laughs> I <know me> too. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, and uh, what is like one ambition that you have yet to accomplish? Me personally, yeah. My my my. Well, I, as I was telling you before we started this, uh, I am retiring in about six weeks and I have well, well first off congratulations well thank you thank you yes and I will be turning 64 on the day after re I retire which is uh, the exact average age of retirement in America I just found out so I'm right there with everybody else and uh, I have books upon binders upon binders full of uh, song and story ideas and a novel I've been working on for the last umpteen years and a play that I've gotten to work. So my uh, my ambition upon retirement is to be able to first organize that material and then to really be able to concentrate on, on completing uh, much of it. I helped start a uh, songwriting group that was for a long time met at the library here mm -hmm. um, once a month. And one of my uh, reasons for helping to start that is just to give uh, uh, motivation to complete uh, is something that I've started because I find I'm I'm a, I'm a great starter and a bad finisher, so <laughs> I, I need to you know I need to I need to follow through on a project till its end. Well, Tim, I'm happy for you. Well, thank you. I thank can't you. wait to see you more often. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of people <laughs> say, uh, you know, what are you going to do in your retirement? And I'm not afraid of having nothing. I'm not afraid of having something to do. I'm afraid of not having enough time with which to do it. And you, in a few weeks, you have a lot of time. I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's can, let's wrap up. Sure. Our, uh, we have, I have two final questions. Sure. Um, let's just wrap it up when it comes to, like, we talked so much about how much the library is to the community and what we offer. Um, so my question to you, and I asked this question uh, to Susan Lipke on the first episode of my podcast, is, like, what do you think of, like, the current direction of the library? I think the direction of the library is great. Uh, it's it, it, it supplies just wonderful programming and, and um, materials and organization, and it's a, it's a nice, welcoming environment. One thing that I, I love about libraries in general is it, it is open to every age and, and religion and political persuasion and ethnicity, and it does not matter. It is a universally open institution of knowledge available to all citizens. That is just fantastic. It's a, it's a just a pillar of our uh, American um, 
um, way, our American way of life, as, as uh, Superman used to say. Agreed. And then, like, one, my final question to you is just, like, do you think or how could we improve our presence in the community? You know, I know you mentioned earlier about almost half of our patrons right. have, like, library cards. I may be, they may be one area, but right. do you have any other? I, you know, that is a, it's a great question, something that I grapple with. Um, and I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not a very um, talented marketer. It's not my uh, area of, of expertise. Uh, but I but I love that the staff makes themselves available during the um, Fourth of July parade and the the activities after the parade. So that's something else I want to, you know, I like to um, promote is um, how many of these programs can um, uh, uh, oh influence you or, or or challenge you to go out and do more after you've seen it. We have one of our, our trustees attends the knitting class, and she just you know is is very happy with the progress that she's made in this in that uh, class that she's taking. So it's it's inspire. It, we want people to be inspired by what the library has to offer. Well, fantastic. I know that I just said that was like the previous question. I think sure. I have one more. Go ahead. So it's like um, I know in the beginning of the 2020 year when we did a newsletter, we always seen Susan make her comments to the community. Mm -hmm. But there's one simple change. Yes. It's from the board president. Yes, it is. I that, added my own. So what sparked that idea? That's that's something new. Yes, it is. I I wanted again to have the public. Uh, become more aware that we do have a board yeah. and that the board is accessible to them. Um, and I tr generally try to make it a little lighthearted mm -hmm. just so that it's, well, first of all, it's my personality. I don't know if I could um, have uh, a continued serious um, um, publication for very long without having some sort of a lightness to it. Well, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's my personality. So, but basically it's just uh, an opportunity to have uh, that that just a small little space where where the uh, president of the board does address the public in general, so that they know that the the, the board is out there and um, rooting for them and rooting for the library as well. Well, Tim, thank you so much for um, just telling your sure, story. Sure, absolutely. Um, keep getting the word out for the library. We commend mm -hmm. all the hard work that you right. and the trustees do. And Jabez, thank you so much for creating these podcasts and for supporting them with the library. Anytime. All right. Also, you can check out previous episodes of the Library Scoop on four different platforms, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and also SoundCloud. So give us a five-star review and don't forget to subscribe. And lastly, don't forget to download our library app. It's the first time ever that we have an app. Uh, you can scan ISBN codes at bookstores to see if the book is available at the library, store your library card number, register for programs, and also get access to all resources. All right. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. Hope you see you soon.